I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. Last time we talked about Ruger uh, is going to acquire Marlin Firearms and all their assets. I thought that would be an interesting uh, thing to look into the Marlin Firearms Company. And, you know, see where they've been and how they got there and how things came to be. Well, the Marlin Firearms Company is a manufacturer of semi-automatic lever-action and bolt-action rifles. In the past, the company made shotguns, derringers, and revolvers based in Madison, North Carolina. They were formerly based in New Haven, Connecticut. Now, Marlin owned the firearms manufacturer H&R Firearms. In 2007, Remington Arms, part of Remington Outdoor Company, acquired Marlin Firearms. Remington currently produces Marlin brand firearms at its uh, Kentucky and uh, New York manufacturing facilities, or at least they were. Now, recently, Ruger announced as of September 30th, 2020, last month, that its offer to purchase substantially all of uh, Marlin Firearm assets was accepted by the Remington Outdoor Company and approved by the U.S. Bankruptcy Court of Northern Districts of Alabama. Ruger will pay the $30 million purchase price from cash on hand at the time of closing, which is expected this month, October. Marlin Firearms was founded in the uh, 1870s by John Marlin. Marlin produced a large assortment of firearms such as lever-action rifles, pump-action shotguns, and single-shot rifles. Marlin was considered the main competitor to Winchester. Now, in World War I, Marlin became one of the largest machine-gun producers in the world for the U.S. and its allies building the M1895 Colt Browning machine gun and a later variant called the Marlin gun, which was optimized for its uh, aircraft use. In 1917, Marlin Rockwell bought out uh, the Hopkins and Allen Arms Company to promote an expanded line of firearms and restore the image of Marlin as uh, makers of sporting arms. Marlin Firearms labored for a century as the underdog lever gun maker to Winchester, formerly of New Haven, Connecticut. Now, uh, however, in uh, the 1980s and 1990s, Marlin finally began to outpace its old rival. It is currently the dominant seller of lever-action rifles in North America. Its use of side ejection allows for flat-top firearms, thereby making mounting of scopes easier for traditional than for traditional Winchesters. This uh, helped Marlin uh, capture more market share as American shooters came to rely more and more on optics. Marlins are larger, stronger, and heavier than most comparable Winchester models, allowing for uh, Marlin to use higher-powered cartridges such as the 4570. Now, Marlin's Model 1894 lever-action rifles and carbines are available in handgun calibers, including 357 Magnum, 44 Magnum, and 41 Magnum, making them suitable companion long guns for revolvers in those calibers. In 1953, 
uh, Marlin Firearms was issued a patent for what is named or what was named Micro Groove Rifling, which was a departure from the standard Ballard or Cut Rifling. One purpose of Micro Groove Rifling was to increase the speed of producing rifle barrels. Micro Groove Rifling is described by, in its patent as having five grooves for every one-tenth of an inch of bore diameter and that driving side of each land would be tangently disposed to prevent accumulating fouling in use. Now, Marlin introduced microgroove rifling in their 22 rimfire barrels in July of 1953 with a 16 grooves that were 14 thousandths wide, hundredths wide rather, and normally 15 hundredths deep. Now, Ballard rifle barrels have grooves generally in the range of 69 thousandths and uh, 90 thousandths wide. Now, the 15 thousandths and uh, 3 thousandths deep, to 30 thousandths rather, excuse me. Now, this change was marketed in the 1954 Marlin catalog as having numerous advantages that the new form of rifling had, including accuracy, uh, ease of cleaning, elimination of gas leakage, higher velocities, and lower chamber pressures. The catalog also claimed that microgroove rifling did not distort the bullet jacket as deeply as Ballard rifling, hence improving accuracy with jacketed bullets at standard velocity. Designed uh, for factory-loaded ammunition, microgroove barrels have a reputation for accuracy problems with centerfire ammunition that's hand-loaded with cast-lead bullets due to the increased bore diameter generated by the shallow grooves. This uh, use of oversized cast bullets greatly solves the problem, restoring accuracy with cast uh, bullet hand loads to levels seen from Ballard rifle, bar uh, rifle barrels. Early Marlin 3030 microgroove barrels had a twist rate of one turn in 10 inches, optimized for factory ammunition with jacketed bullets. Later Marlin's 3030 microgroove barrels show a twist rate of one in 10 and a half inches, which improves accuracy with cartridges lowered to lower velocity than standard. In November of 2000, Marlin purchased the assets of H&R 1871 Incorporated. That's a Massachusetts-based manufacturer of shotguns and rifles, or New England Firearms Branded. That was founded in 1871 and now located in Gardner, Massachusetts. Marketing its products under the brand names of Harrington and Richardson and New England Firearms, H&R 1871 claimed to be the largest manufacturer of single-shot shotguns and rifles in the world. In December of 2007, Remington Arms Company purchased Marlin. Remington announced in 2008 that it would close the Garner manufacturing plant by the end of 2008, affecting 200 workers. In March 2010, Marlin announced that it would close its North Haven plant and move the work to Remington plants in Ilion, New York, and Mayfield, Kentucky. Now, Getting back to Ruger successfully acquiring uh, Marlin Firearms from Remington was in a press release on September 30th, Ruger President and CEO Chris Killoy uh, said in regards to the uh, acquisition of Marlin, he says that the, brands, the brand aligns perfectly with ours and the Marlin product portfolio will help us widen our already diverse product offerings. 
Many of you are wondering what would come of the long-lived brand of popular firearms like the Model 60 rifle as well as some of Marlin's bigger centerfire lever-action rifles. Well, you know, you'll be happy to know that despite any concerns, Ruger plans on maintaining the uh, Marlin brand and its existing products. Chris Killoy put the best in the press release when he said, Long live the lever gun. Now, personally, I think that uh, this is great news and because now I can sleep soundly and that we are not losing nearly 150 years of legacy that the Marlin Firearms Company has built up. Instead, what I do think we will see is an increase in the quality control that Ruger is well known for. In addition, I also speculate that uh, we should see some limited improvements or additions to the line as Ruger begins to integrate Marlin into its uh, repertoire of firearm presentations. Now, the press release further went on to detail the transaction between Remington and Ruger was exclusively for the Marlin firearms assets and not any of the buildings or real estate that the company owned. This might mean that things like machinery, blueprints, designs, and stock materials, and possibly personnel, will ha have to be re relocated to already existing Ruger facilities. Perhaps Ruger might need to plan uh, an expansion for these new assets. The assets were acquired for a price of 30 million bucks, U.S. dollars, for the cash in hand purchase price that is set to take place sometime this month. That's October. We can uh, probably expect that there will be further announcements about this as Ruger begins to shift assets from the Marlin Firearms facilities. So, what do you think of all this? About the new acquisition and the great news that Marlin really is not dying? Is this a breath of uh, new life for, for the venerated firearms brand? It's kind of interesting to think it over. So what do you think about this new acquisition and the great news that Marlin's really not dying? I think it's a breath of uh, new life for the venerated firearms company. I think it's a great thing. I've got some Rugers. They're good guns. They've got good quality control, fit and finish, and all that other shit. And I think uh, I've heard stories in the past here recently that people who weren't really satisfied with the Marlins because their quality was starting to slip a little bit and the fit and finish wasn't quite all there. But again, it's a good gun. I mean, I, I've had a couple of them and I never had a complaint with any of them. They always shot straight. They always were, always were reliable. Anyway, that's that for that. And uh, we've got some more stuff coming up on different off-name brands and stuff like that we're going to talk about. But if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to drop me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke at yahoo.com. All lowercase. So until the next time, y'all take care.
I'm moving right now, I'm going dark and windy day. 